You're listening to Head Table Talk. I'm your host with all the toasts, Meredith. Each week, I bring you wedding news, hot takes, and stories about working in the wedding industry. Sit back, relax, and prepare your toasts. Head Table Talk is sponsored by Beloved The Shop. Beloved is a curated collection of women's elevated basics and versatile styles. When you shop with Beloved, you know you are working with a company that truly has heart. I mean, love is in their name and literally everything they do. With things from everyday essentials, adorable accessories, and 18 karat gold jewelry, Beloved is your one-stop shop for a capsule wardrobe. I recently got some products from Beloved and to say I'm obsessed is an understatement. The pieces are high quality, so comfortable, and reasonably priced. You can take advantage of their prices and more by using the code HTT10 at checkout for 10% off your purchase. That's code HTT10 at checkout. Shop today at BelovedTheShop.com and on Instagram. Pick up an Ankeny and fast shipping available. On today's podcast, we have Libby Rule. Libby is an amazing, jaw-dropping, awe-inspiring live event and portrait painter. I had the pleasure of working with Libby at a wedding back in 2022, and to say I was impressed is an understatement. Libby paints gorgeous moments, and her attention to detail is so inspirational. Welcome to the head table, Libby. Hello. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me, Meredith. That intro made my jaw drop, so thank you so much. Uh <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on. I'm excited to be here, especially like since we have worked together. Um, I love listening to you talk to like other vendors and mm-hmm. I, I'm just like, I've talked to her before. Oh, um, so do I go right into it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I kind of gave a, a brief overview about just very brief introduction about what you do. Tell us a little bit about like your background in painting and how specifically you got started in weddings. So I got started in weddings. Sometimes it feels kind of by accident and sometimes it feels by sheer determination. <laughs> My background is in um, art, which is like a very broad term. So started off high school drawing all the time I decided with that um I was going to be an animator because I loved Mm -hmm. drawing people this this will come in later um (laughs) but like uh, obsessively like I just had notebooks full of like I would look at magazine covers and just try to draw them like side by side the like no artistic expression I'm literally (laughs) just like trying to draw what's there um, and that transferred over. I went to Missouri State University down in Springfield and I majored in animation um, wow. from that point. Very, very lucky. This like all plays. It's so roundabout. Um, <laughs> got a cart- uh, an internship with Cartoon Network that was remote. Whoa. And it was it was a huge deal. I am still a little bit flabbergasted about it, uh, <laughs> but it was <laughs> it was like on their social media side for the power. Oh, fun. Ugh the Powerpuff Girls. Um, And that was amazing, but it led right up into Miss Rona. And we don't need to talk about her. We Mm -hmm. don't need to think about 2020. (laughs) Um, But I was basically stuck in my hometown. This internship had ended uh, and I got to focus more on art. So I picked up painting again. I had taken a few classes in college, but it wasn't my focus. It was just like 
I love painting this this is my artistic passion but uh, I don't see a way that I would ever do this for a job Mm. (laughs) (laughs) plot twist um I mean now hopefully like look how far we've come um so uh basically during that time made friends on tiktok i was making just like fun little illustrated things on tiktok and one of my friends who um i knew a lot better sends me a live painter on talk mm-hmm. and like there was a couple after that that you know i saw the big one watch maggie paints who mm-hmm. i think has been on ellen since then wow and then like smaller ones and you know a lot of them were really impressionist and i thought i can do that like i love painting faces i feel confident about my ability to represent faces mm. why don't i give this a whirl and it was yeah it was um like an idea that I thought very little about. It was just like, I need to do this. I need to do this mm-hmm. now. Um, I had a friend who was getting married in like two months from that point that I decided mm-hmm. live, live painting, it's going to happen. And so I did it at her wedding just as a gift. Like, mm-hmm. hey girl, we're both from the same hometown. You've seen my art. And she was thrilled to have that because oh, cool. it was becoming so like, trendy and there weren't that many people in Missouri who do it uh so did that there are things I would change about that first painting now um looking (laughs) I mean I was so zoomed out I look back at my first wedding and I'm like (laughs) I mean there's still great images but it's just so different you know you always are improving your your personal style changes Mm -hmm. Uh, even though like the couple loved it and they still love it and they've told me that because I I made a TikTok following up I was like yeah I was like so zoomed out on that one and the couple commented and it's good that I'm friends with them they were like we love our paintings zoomed out and all thank you oh that's so sweet <laughs> they were so sweet and to just kind of like let me trial that at their big day was not an insignificant thing yeah. um but from there I did one other freebie for like a friend mm-hmm. of a friend and that one was enough to kind of get like a little bit of social media traction because wedding right. painting was hot at the moment and that got me booked and then it just kind of snowballed from there you know like each TikTok would get a little bit more views than the last one and then I had one that I did kind of as a gift for a friend really really take Mm. off um it was the first time any of my painting stuff had gone in over like a million views wow and that was a really really big deal for me and that got me booked for the rest of 2022 including the one that we worked together on in Colorado. (laughs) It was so fun. It was so beautiful. It was like kind of snowy, kind of not snowy. And I'll post the the painting that you did that day. And it was just gorgeous. I just kept coming back over to you the whole time because you just did so many little details and it looked amazing. Like it blew my mind how accurate and just beautiful it was thank you so much you were so sweet on that day and that was a short wedding too that Mm -hmm. was like it was wrapped up and I was so glad that the painting had like gone well quickly Mm -hmm. because yeah we we were done it was it was time (laughs) it was very interesting to see your process of like you getting there you know even like when I as a photographer arrived to get like the background painted and then just watching you 
you know, look at the ceremony site because that's what they wanted for for their picture or their painting. And then adding in an exact moment that happened during the ceremony and just going all night and painting that exact moment, seeing the process was so cool. So how did you kind of like fine tune that, would you say? It occurred to me pretty early on. So I used to work a lot with oil paints, um, mm. but anybody who has worked with a lot of painting material knows that oil paints take a long time to dry, like a month oh. before it's officially touchable. So wow. I knew that was not an option. Uh, so I started working in acrylic but they dry so fast that sometimes mm-hmm. can't mix so I used to like really really go heavy into making these like individual paint splotches and kind of making it almost pointillistic very impressionistic mm-hmm. and as I've gotten better with the paint um, I understand like how quickly something needs to dry what temperature it kind of needs to be wow. at like if I know it's a cold day I'll bring a hair dryer now because <laughs> um, I've had venues that were like too air conditioned in the paint oh, wow. dry so I had to take it outside and like fan. I've, so much I'm learning. just picturing um, you at the first wedding where you realize that like in um national treasure when they're like oh it needs heat on the back of the map so you're just like blowing your (laughs) breath on the paint to take it a little bit warmer (laughs) that is also exactly hot day outside pump and the ac and Mm -hmm. i i couldn't paint the couple quick enough just because the layers weren't drying but now it's a very constant routine so i Mm. will show up to a venue um, I used to say two hours and then I went three hours. And so now mm. it's about four hours and that's <laughs> what I've been doing. Um, just where I'm happy enough uh, with the background and there's no rushing anymore. So I'll go ahead and paint that. And it's totally dry by the time the couple gets there. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, I've talked to the couple beforehand. A lot of people think I just truly pick the moment out from my brain and no I've been working with the couple Mm. since they've booked to figure out what's the moment we want captured is there anything special about that that you want like do you have a little dog that you Mm. want in the painting something like that um and so I'll go ahead and paint the background on site it dries I wait for the moment I do film it uh, because mm-hmm. I always tell people they'd look like people at the end of the night, but it wouldn't look like them if I wasn't <laughs> working for reference. Uh, and you actually helped me out because I had a great um, like angle on Katie and Chance, mm. but they looked directly at the camera and right. that's not always great for a painting. It kind of takes you out of the moment. So you had this beautiful like center framed um, mm. them just like walking down. So Thank you for your help on that. Airdrop it and, to you. And that does happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the photographer will help me out in a pinch. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my earlier weddings when I wasn't talking because I didn't know I didn't know anything about the wedding right. industry. I learned it all going go, right. um, trial by fire. And the photographer, they wanted this first kiss and I wasn't close enough and he full absurd it in a way that I wasn't expecting and I just I had no reference of them so I worked off of a picture of his camera like screen for the oh my gosh so small that one that one was fun (laughs) oh my gosh um lots of learning there and then right now it's taking me about four hours from start to finish sometimes a little bit less sometimes more to paint the couple themselves so I'm there 
eight hours total. Usually reveal it at the end of the night. I have some packages where I can take it back to the studio and touch mm-hmm. it up. But most people just like want it done there yeah. and left there. Like that is my most popular package. Yeah, I was going to ask if you could kind of explain like how it works with the couple. Like, do they get to pick like, okay, we want our first kiss or we want our first dance. What does those options kind of look like? Yes. So I will always put that kind of like in my introductory statement because there are some really popular ones, but I also encourage any couple to get funky with it. It's what feels best to them. So most popular is first kiss or first dance. I've Mm -hmm. also had requests for um, there was a couple, it was very important that they did a first prayer together and oh, that's they so had it, like record that. So it's just them holding hands. Um, there was a beautiful couple and they did a Celtic hand fasting ceremony oh. and they wanted that moment and they really wanted the ribbons that they were wrapping around their wrists to be shown. Um, then there's also the option of what I just called an intimate moment, like maybe mm. somewhere about your venue really stands out to you. I got to tell you, my one of my last couples of 2022, it was the coldest day of the year. It is literally oh. like negative five outside, negative 30 wind chills, something like that. Oh. And they loved outside of this barn venue it's gorgeous it's like an all-white big building and (laughs) so I was like okay awesome so I went out and scouted the best angle for it did lose feeling in my fingers painted it looking good We're we're not worried about that part I thought that they were going to be posing somewhere inside because I'm basically a live Mm. photoshopper no (laughs) the sleeve dress she is like no let's go outside and they oh my god they do I was so impressed it was so cold wow photographer out they and they you wouldn't even known it it looks sunny and beautiful in those photos um but they posed for the picture just like that I love that. I always tell people, it's like, you know what, you may be cold in this moment, but you're going to look back at these pictures forever and you won't even remember it. Like, you'll just be so happy to have mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah. That's awesome. I'll wait until the temperature looking at it. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you would never know. Trust me. <laughs> so you've had, like you said, you kind of gained some traction on social media. Um, what have you noticed, like, gets a lot of the views would you say it's like the reaction videos or like the behind the scenes process that is a question I'm always trying to figure out so right what aren't we all really... <laughs> I know and the algorithm changes. like there is a little bit not too long ago where I could tell even on my feed that I wasn't getting the things I normally was I was getting right. a lot of sponsored random things yeah um but in summertime of 2022 that's when I had my next biggest one go a little crazy um when people are doubtful of like if if I know what I'm doing this is the thing I like to drop that like Billie Eilish <laughs> liked one of my videos right. um that's like that that's my flex if you're worried about it. if this is gonna look good or not um so that one <laughs> well Billie Eilish really likes big. my work so well yeah Billie Eilish likes it so thank you <laughs> It's insane. It's insane. Right, um, right. You know, because I just I just started this 
I guess almost that two years now, but I I just now feel like I have a solid footing of understanding how to do business. Um, but for that little time, reaction videos were super mm. popular. Um, I only had my one phone at the time. Mm. So I was like going between looking at the reference and if somebody was walking up, I would like try to I would try to get ready <laughs> to film them. Um, so social media is definitely something extra to think about on the day. You need to make sure you're taking tons and tons of content. And I I have like extra Google storage, like over <laughs> a terabyte just dedicated to like wedding right. videos. Um, but the reaction ones were really, really popping. Um, and then I just had one get really big two days ago that mm. was more process based. And it was about cool. like the story of who commissioned this and why they commissioned it. Um, it's kind of sad. We, we don't have to talk about it, but <laughs> people really, really identified um, just with like this painting and the overwhelming response that came to it was crazy. So I think people on TikTok like the most genuine content right. you can provide that's like low low maintenance not like overly edited yeah um, but still really shows something they identify with or is entertaining no that's a great segue I was gonna ask like if people requested like if they had like a parent or a loved one who's passed can you like add a reference like of a person into a painting that you're doing or do you just prefer to do just a moment that's actually happening I can. Um, so I offer two things as a painter. I offer what I call commission or studio painting and then live painting. Okay. So with live painting, I have my base package that is just the couple in the place in the venue that they want is just them. Anything else requires a lot of preparation because mm -hmm. there's just not enough time on the day. Right. So you're either going to have to you know, find some studio space afterwards, or I'm going to have to come with the background already prepared. So say you wanted to add in a guest who cannot be present on the day. I can do that live, but I have to have the background already done okay. and already paint from the reference you've sent me that person in there. So, mm -hmm. and like maybe the suggestion of a lot of other guests that I'll fill in throughout the night, but the couple will still be the priority live. Mm -hmm. If you want something more detailed, um, which is what the uh, video that just went pretty big was, it was a studio commission. So you could send me an existing photo and then either one like really really good photo or a mashup mm -hmm. of a bunch that like you know maybe the lighting is good in this one but this is yeah. the facial expression right. I want um that's always a mashup but I can put those together in photoshop send you a mock-up and then okay paint that um mm -hmm. so, so I, I can do pretty much any and those are ones that I do not take lightly at all um mm. I probably put just maximum thought and stress into anybody who's trusting me to paint a loved one that is no longer with us. That is, that is such a big deal. And I am so honored that people trust yeah. me to do that. It It's crazy. It's crazy. It's something so beautiful that you can do. Cause I mean, like 
I've had requests where people ask to to you know Photoshop and I can try my hardest but like I feel like the painting is just on a whole different level I feel like it's there's something so like authentic and nostalgic about it you know I don't know how to explain painting technically (laughs) I I try every day and and there is something um to be said about like you're up against like a technical challenge with the Mm. photoshopping like if a photo isn't the same resolution right like our eyes know that um I would almost say it's like easier for me to just go ahead and paint them because like it's the same it's the same medium that they're in so it looks more believable um and with like photoshopping is so hard like it's so hard Um, it it can be really difficult (laughs) I love that you call yourself a live photoshopper I'm gonna like use that for the caption for this episode because that's amazing (laughs) it's true um and, and more and more I've been kind of playing on that because you know somebody wants a first dance and so I used to be like ready I'm ready Mm. I'm there like right behind the photographer um filming and then I realized if I wasn't as mobile as the photographer or if I wasn't in the right spot say they do like a big dip or Mm -hmm. something like that and what if they're totally turned away from me like I don't have reference then uh, so I've started, you know, if a couple wants a first dance, I actually do preemptively take reference with them mm. if they are okay with that. And I always recommend it. So I, I really am like live photoshopping just so yeah. making them look like them is one of the most important parts of my job and to have the time and like proper resources to do that. I've started prioritizing that more. I love it. No, like you are like when you say like you put a lot of priority in making them look like them and like honestly like the painting and the picture that I sent you for the reference are just like spot on like they look so much like how they look in real life like it's just mind-blowing if you're listening to this episode go look on the Instagram so you can see it's just like I mean like you see some paintings and you're like I mean yeah that looks like them but like this is like this looks like them girl you're hyping me up (laughs) (laughs) that's the whole point of this come on I I really am honored by that comment and like I look back at my work even two years ago and I think just the sheer amount of painting has made me better so like so fast I had somebody um dm me and they were like hey how do you get your likeness like so good and I was like I don't have an answer for you it's just a lot. it's so much practice it really, yeah. really is I know so when anybody you. asks like do you have any advice for photographers it really is just like you just got to go out and practice you learn from making mistakes and just getting better from from all those times okay so a couple fun questions now if you don't mind <laughs> I, um, I do not I'm ready do you have any like wedding day rituals i do like nothing like fun or spunky (laughs) um like i I was listening to one of the podcasts and somebody said they like what or yeah watched a rom-com the night before i wish i did that that is so fun um i i like okay story time um the second wedding that i ever did like one of one of the still freebies i literally forgot 
the canvas I had to like <gasps> stop on the way because it didn't make it into my car and that like permanently terrified me um oh my so gosh. now I do like a night before like I make a little supply pile and I like check it like three different times I've got my canvas I've got my palette I've got my like giant tool chest full of stuff and it's got like every single paint that I need I I just like kind of obsessively check it and I go through and like double check all my addresses and names like I don't know if that's like a fun ritual, but it's definitely something I do every single time. (laughs) It's something that I can relate to because first I am always like so anxious, like thinking, what if I get like this wrong or what if I get this wrong? Like what if it's the wrong church and I like look it over like five (laughs) times and yeah, absolutely. I get that. I get that. If I have time, I will stop for a little treat on the way, like a little coffee. That is, that's my favorite one, but it doesn't always happen. Where do you prefer to get your coffee at? Um, I live in South KC right now. I'm about to move, actually. Um, oh. but it, I go to like a little local place called Crow's Coffee. So plug for them. It's so ta- <laughs> it's so tasty. Oh my gosh! I just get the biggest possible mocha coffee and nice. live on that for the rest of the day. I love that. Um, so do you have a favorite craft store or like paint store to go to? I don't, don't ask me this. I have a problem. Um, <laughs> no, I love it. Um, so definitely like Michael's will be the one that I go to recreationally and also in a pinch. Um, They always have what I need. But also I do love going to like look at their fall decor, you know. Like, oh my gosh, too. yeah. Yeah. Um, however... That is not what I recommend if, like, you're somebody mm. listening that's like, oh, I want art supplies. If you're ever ordering something in bulk, um, mm. I'm instead going to point you to Blick Art Supplies because okay. you're going to get, like, assured quality. And the more you right. order, like, the cheaper it is in TBH, okay. it is also quite a bit cheaper in Michael's. Michael's <laughs> is convenient and a good right. time, but order from Blick. That's like when like we give all of our clients the like download rights to all their images. I'm like, you can print them wherever you want, but I highly recommend ordering through us because like we can guarantee the quality is amazing. But I understand the convenience. But if you want to give like facts a whirl, <laughs> you are welcome to. <laughs> I'm actually going to Michael's after should, recording this. So I'm very excited. Are you really? <laughs> Yeah. They have got yep. such cute Valentine's Day things out right now. Oh, do so they? Just, I need to get some, I have already some fabric dye for some sweatshirts. So I want to hear about this, but I don't know if it's podcast. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Um, My husband and I were, were actually as a company, Midwest Live Shots, we are celebrating 15 years of being a company. So we are all going oh, to gosh. Disney and Universal in two weeks. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. And so okay, my husband. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So my husband and I are big Harry Potter people. And so I'm like making our own like embroidered sweatshirts to go to Universal, like matching ones. And like we're, this is so specific. I'm sorry. But you know, like comfort colors, like how it's kind of like the best <gasps> of, yeah, of t shirts, yes. sweatshirts. Like they're so comfy. But I couldn't find any in black, and that's what I wanted. So I had to get gray, and I'm dying them black and then embroidering. Oh, my good. Okay, this, like, really feels like 
project runway and I'm so excited for <laughs> Make you. Make it work. <laughs> It's gonna work. The amount of times like the black fabric dye was brought mm-hmm. out. Yep. That is gonna be so cute. And please post oh I will yeah. about that. My husband didn't want me to like <laughs> go on Etsy and like splurge and get like these custom Harry Potter sweatshirts. So I was like, fine, I can make it myself. I've never embroidered anything before. I just cross stitch. I was like, same thing, right? You just poke it through one side and out the other. I don't... Listen, I don't know anything about embroidery. <laughs> But I feel like it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna do it's boring. going pretty well. I did like one trial run and it worked out pretty well. And I'm, you know, working my way through the others and it's going good. I'm I'm pretty proud. So I will post pictures when we go to Universal. Thank you. I am so excited to see these. <laughs> That's such a cute idea. Okay. Anyways, you might not be able to answer this, but why do you think like painting is becoming so popular? this is a tough one and Mm -hmm. I have a lot of half-baked thoughts about it okay let's Um, hear them okay so in college I took art history and painting like you kind of see the progression of first it's used okay like you know everybody knows the Italian renaissance it's Mm -hmm. used to represent either like um biblical stories or mm. um nobility and then we go to oh my gosh what happened next i don't know i think <laughs> i'm gonna like i lose my art history card but basically <laughs> we go through um oh no now i'm using it to depict light um mm. now that's like the impressionist movement we get to like more funky like german movements i'm like using it to depict like people and society and then then we're back to nobility it uh it has always been used to depict something that like we find beautiful that we want to preserve in some way and since the impressionist movement I think it had more of like for a while it was like not well received because only Mm. realism was well received and we still kind of that today I have some thoughts on that because like I will see the most beautiful work that is exactly like realistic. It's just like not as well loved right. publicly online as something that like does really good mm-hmm. realism. Um, but we did get that kind of like content of mm-hmm. I am seeking to capture something that's in the moment and kind of like glorify it in that yeah. way. And it's, it's not just nobility anymore. We're not just painting kings and queens and rich right. people. We are we are painting everyday things that we find beautiful. So I think painting is a way to honor something, to, yeah. to keep it in a way that you felt it. And mm-hmm. like that is something I'm very aware of, that paintings are like how I'm perceiving that day. And like they are being preserved that like this was somebody's eyes on that day seeing it this was created on that day it is a part of it um so I do think like especially with weddings and the way that like weddings are I feel like um definitely like on I don't know since social media happened like so many people put like more time and effort like Mm -hmm. my mom's one of those people that's like 
weddings were supposed to be two hours yeah, and came yeah. and cake and leave like mm-hmm. what are people doing um and I'm like no these this is a full day this is a full day about you and we are mm-hmm. celebrating um and that's just an extension of that like here's a piece of like concrete evidence that we had this full day all about you that's so cool oh I just love it so much my Husband and I were in um, D.C. in December for a family vacation, and we went to the National Portrait Gallery, and we were like, it is our goal for someday to have, like, a portrait painted of us to put, like, above a fireplace. And I was like, well, you know, I know someone who's a really good painter. <laughs> I would be honored. That's so, my like, that's dream a, that's a goal. Is that, like, people... Like if you, I want somebody, this is not for you necessarily, unless you want, Um, but like, you know, the ostentatious, like I'm, I'm wearing a fur cloak and I'm riding a mm-hmm. horse. I want somebody to commission me to do a really big one. Yes. <laughs> just, just once. What? I just want to do it once. <laughs> like the uh, Parks and Rec episode where Leslie gets painted as the uh, like go- woman of war or whatever. <laughs> Or Jerry paints it, doesn't he? Like, what is it? Like a Pawnee, Athena, a, a, a yeah, hero, something like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is what I want. That's a pipe dream that you just <laughs> reminded me that I have. But <laughs> can you paint me on a horse, but replace uh, the horse with my dog? <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, but he's like still really bit. Like he's precise. yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah. would love that. <laughs> Oh, that like battles raging on behind <laughs> you, but you are clearly victorious. Riding on, on a poo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh well, um, Libby, it's yes. been so yes. fantastic getting to chat with you. I have enjoyed this so much. Where can our listeners find you at online? You can find me um at Libby Rule Paints. So that's L-I-B-B-Y-R-U-L-E paints um pretty much everywhere tiktok insta and facebook and um all my emails and contacts are listed on those sites i can't i can't wait to publish this episode (laughs) people are gonna love it you're just the best um at the end of every week we always toast to something that has kind of brought us joy made us laugh given us a smile i'm gonna go first and then i'll have you toast to something okay 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 (laughs) I'm going to toast to lactate milk because I, so I don't know if I'm like lactose intolerant, but I'm definitely like lactose sensitive and I don't like milk to begin with and almond and oat milk is like way too sweet. And like, I know it's there. So I recently have been making my, my lattes with lactate. And it's perfect. It's like the perfect fit. Is it hitting the spot? I've like switched to almond completely, but mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. Yeah, like I, it literally t- to me tastes no different than like when I put regular milk in my lattes and it doesn't add any sweetness or any like different flavors. It's just a very basic taste and thing. I love that toast. Here's, so, here's toast that. and lactate. <laughs> to lactate. <laughs> um, okay, how about you? I don't know how to follow that up. Um, I'm going to say toast to 
so specific. I'm just moving apartments to a different part of the city, but this one has had like wasps and didn't have like AC mm. all summer. And my new apartment complex said I could move in two weeks early. So I'm going to cheers Hell to yeah. like very benevolent yes. apartment managers. I'm going to, I'm like actually going to have a studio. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> Yay. And glad that you get to get in a little early. Thank you. I'm excited. Awesome. Okay. Well, (laughs) thank you again so much for coming on. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. And it's good to see you again. Yes, you as well. Um, Okay, listeners, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And we will be back next week with another great guest. (laughs) 